What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Last Take Sports Podcast. And as many of you know, the Detroit Lions quarterback, Matthew Stafford, or former Detroit Lions quarterback, was traded to the Los Angeles Rams last night in exchange for two future first-round picks, a third-round pick this year, as well as L.A. Rams quarterback Jared Goff. And Andrew, and this is a blockbuster. This was a very shocking time to see a trade like this. Obviously, we know there's still a possibility one of the sides backs out, so it's not confirmed that it's going to happen. I've been actually interested to see if this trade actually will end up happening. I ultimately think it will, but it's kind of interesting that they would agree at a trade so early. But what are your thoughts on this trade as a whole? Well, here here are my thoughts on this. And this is a non-biased like point of view because as you guys know, I am a Lions fan, so is Henry. Here's my non-biased point of view. I think that it benefits both sides. And that is because the Rams get their guy at quarterback. Jared Goff was clearly not their guy. They got their guy in Matthew Stafford. And they're going to put him to work. They're a playoff team without a Matthew Stafford caliber quarterback in Jared Goff I mean they won or they didn't win a Super Bowl but they made it to a Super Bowl with Jared Goff they uh they made it to the playoffs this year with Jared Goff they actually uh won a won a playoff game this year with Jared Goff so imagine what they can do with Matthew Stafford and I think that's where the mindset is and they'll probably do a lot better with Matthew Stafford considering Matthew Stafford is a much better quarterback than Jared Goff so, so they'll probably do much better with him. So that's where this makes a lot of sense. I don't know if Matthew Stafford was worth two future first rounders, a third rounder, and Jared Goff himself. But clearly the Rams think so. So either way, I mean, no matter how much they gave up, the Rams got their guy. So it, it seems like they kind of went all in on Stafford. So... Yeah, they they clearly believe that Stafford is the guy to bring him to the promised land to bring possibly bring home a Super Bowl. So they gave up their future basically. That's what the two future first rounders meant. They don't even have a first rounder this year, so they give up. So they don't have a first round pick until 2024 unless they trade for one, of course. But as of right now, they don't have a first round pick until 2024. So clearly, it's obvious that Matthew Stafford is the future for this team or at least the near future and they're going all in with him so it makes sense and from the line standpoint you're entering a rebuild so it definitely helps to get a younger quarterback in Jared Goff and also rack up on picks with the two for future first rounders and a third rounder the one thing is that you're if you're going to rebuild you want some cap space and you dump Stafford's contract just to take on a worse Jared Goff contract. I mean, the I I don't know what the point for that was. I know you had to get rid of Stafford and get the most out of it possible, unless you truly believe Jared Goff is worth the money that he has to be paid, which I don't believe so. And I don't think many people think so. Then I don't I don't see the point in taking on Jared Goff. I would have rather took maybe whatever Jared Goff is worth another future first or maybe a second rounder or third rounder instead of Jared Goff and then use your number seven overall pick in the draft to possibly get Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, whoever's available. I mean, if for much cheaper, 
I just don't think it's worth paying Goff that money when you're entering a rebuild, unless you truly believe that he's the guy to help you out of the rebuild and make you a contender. All of a sudden, I just don't think Jared Goff's that guy. So that that's my thought process of this trade. What, what I think about it, the Rams got their guy in Stafford and he instantly makes them a Super Bowl contender. I think considering that they made it to the divisional round this year and with a quarterback like Stafford, I mean, that's a total upgrade from Jared Goff. And now uh, the Detroit Lions entering a rebuild. So getting three picks, including two future firsts and the younger quarterback, none. I mean, even though the contract is bad, he is a younger quarterback that has a decent amount of potential. I mean, we've seen it in the Super Bowl year. I mean, he, he was winning games. So, and this team was winning games. So he has potential. So I, that, so I think both sides won this trade, Henry. So Andrew, here's my thoughts on this trade. I love the deal for the lions. I mean, people are so worried about Jared Goff's contract, but there's an opt out after two years where they can just cut him for zero dead cap. So it's not as bad of a contract as it seems. And even if they keep him, it's very front loaded. So next year, He's getting paid $25 million. And then the year after, it's like $10 million. I don't know. This contract is very, very weird. But the, it's ten It's a 15. I don't even understand his contract, to be honest with you. But I know there's an opt-out after two years with zero dead cap, which is a very key thing. They can just basically get rid of him for free and not have to take on any money if they cut him. But obviously, for a team that's rebuilding – we, we all know Lions are a rebuilding team. To have five first-round picks in three years is incredible, no matter where those picks are going to be at. And you never know in the NFL. I mean, the Rams could all of a sudden just be horrible next year, and the Lions win this trade by a landslide and have two top ten picks going to the draft next year. Very unlikely, but even then, we're still going to have two first-round picks next year, even more if somehow we flip golf, which I've heard r- rumors of that possibly happening. I highly doubt that happens, but who knows? And for the Rams, I mean, they got their guy. If they think Matthew Stafford's the guy that's going to bring them to the promised land, there's no reason why you shouldn't be aggressive. Do I think that he's going to win them a Super Bowl? Probably not, but I think he can. I mean, he's a very talented quarterback. There's a reason why he's draft number one overall, but I don't know if he brings the ass, if he, if he's going to bring the aspect that Jared Goff didn't have, which was playing in the big moment and Jared Goff, was able to win a couple playoff games. I know it wasn't entirely him, but he was he was he wasn't the reason why they lost why why they didn't lose the games. I mean, he didn't make enough mistakes in those games for them to lose. So is Matthew Stafford going to elevate them into a team that can win those three games that he lost in the playoffs? There's a quite possibly good chance that he does, but I don't know. As of now, Matthew Stafford has injury problems. He's getting behind a top 10 offensive line, which definitely helps him, but I don't know if this trade giving away two first round picks, a younger quarterback, a lot, a guy who's a lot like Matthew Stafford for a guy who's, like I said, very injury prone. There's a lot of questions if he still has it, if he ever had it, to be honest with you, I I think this trade makes sense for both. I, I think the Rams are definitely instant contenders. I think they should be the favorites to win the NFC West, even with Seattle bringing everything back, even with Arizona, except the fact that they have a, a weapon on their team that makes them worse, and that's Cliff Kingsbury. 
and the 49ers obviously getting everyone back healthy and who knows what they're going to do at the quarterback spot. They'll probably end up with Deshaun Watson. So then they won't be the favorites, but right now I, I think that the Rams have to be considered the favorites in the NFC West. Yeah. And I, I a hundred percent agree with that. I believe the Rams are the favorite as of right now, but you brought up something interesting. I thought about the, the lines flipping golf and possibly trading him away and I really think that's interesting because I think the Lions could benefit so much out of that and they could do plenty of things. They could either trade Goff to, I believe, either Pittsburgh Steelers or Washington football team, maybe even Denver Broncos, who knows, trade them to one of these quarterback uh, teams that are, these teams are desperate for a quarterback. So, or maybe even now that I'm thinking about it, San Francisco possibly too. You trade golf to either San Francisco to Pittsburgh, Washington football team, Denver, one of, one of these teams that are desperate, desperate for a quarterback. And you possibly flip golf for a first round pick this year, I'm assuming, maybe even next year. Who knows? Flip him for a first round pick. And now when you think about it, you can either package to go up to the first to the first overall pick and try to get Trevor Lawrence or you could package in possibly offer a pleasing deal to the Houston Texans for Deshaun Watson. So when you think of that, you could flip potentially flip Jared Goff into a package for either Trevor Lawrence or Deshaun Watson. And I know any football fan would call that a win and any football fan would want that for their respective team, aside from the Kansas, Kansas city chiefs fans and green Bay Packers fans, et cetera. But any, anybody who would be getting Deshaun Watson or Trevor Lawrence will be happy. So I definitely think that it's a possible chance that the Detroit Lions could flip Jared Goff. I believe he's worth around a first-round pick. I'm not too sure on his worth in the NFL, his value, but I believe they could get him for a first-round pick. They could trade him for a first-round pick. And – and then use that pick. I mean, like you said, they have five picks in the next three years. I mean, think about how many that is. Like, actually, you could seriously package maybe four of those picks. And if you trade golf for another first-round pick, that's six first-round picks in three years. I mean, you could potentially package four, four of those for Deshaun Watson or four of those for Trevor Lawrence, whatever, three of those for Trevor Lawrence. I don't know exactly how much each of those players are worth at this point, but that's definitely a possibility that you could see the Lions do. Plus the Lions have the number seven overall pick this year, which is pretty valuable. So that they could offer a better package than most teams could, especially with that many first round picks. So I can definitely see the Lions trading Jared Goff and possibly presenting a, a pleasing and a nice package to the Houston Texans and or the Jacksonville Jaguars. But I, I'm just not sure if the Lions are willing to do that. Brad Holmes, the new GM, the Brad Holmes has, I think, expressed interest in keeping Jared Goff. I think they believe Jared Goff could potentially be the franchise quarterback for this Detroit Lions team do I believe that no I don't think Jared Goff is that good to be a franchise quarterback and I don't think it's worth 
keeping him for longer than his contract. And to be completely honest with you, I, I just don't think Jared Goff is that good of a player. And he threw for 20 touchdowns and 13 interceptions this past uh, season. And he had two games where he threw for over or three touchdowns. And he never threw for more than that. And the Lions are getting a significantly worse quarterback in Jared Goff. Does he have potential? Sure. Yeah, he does have potential. I just don't think he's worth, number one, his contract. And number two, I don't think he's a franchise quarterback by any means. It seems that the Lions think so. I mean, Brad Holmes, the new GM, he was the one who scouted Jared Goff. And clearly he sees a lot in him. So that's that explains why the Lions are going after Jared Goff. But I don't I don't think Jared Goff by any means is the franchise quarterback for this team and will be the quarterback to lead them out of the rebuild. I think at some point they're going to have to draft one. That's why I don't necessarily agree with the fact that they traded for Jared Goff considering that they got an awful contract and not that great of a quarterback in return. But if that's what they had to do to get this deal done, because ultimately I do think the Lions won this deal, then I'm fine with it. I just don't like the fact that they have to pay his ginormous contract for not that good of play in return. So Andrew, here's, here's my thoughts. Uh, I saw a good point yesterday. I mean, teams don't win with quarterbacks this day and age, making 30 mil, 40 mil. You don't have enough money to pay other players. It's not going to work. I see Jared Goff as more of a bridge quarterback. They keep him until they they have a good enough roster around him to trade him and then draft the quarterback of the future. And that's when they make their move to go win. I mean, you see it with Deshaun Watson and Patrick. I mean, the Chiefs, I mean, for example, a couple of years back that Alex Smith, I think he was on a relatively big contract, 20 mil, 15 mil, something like that. And they realized that Alex Smith obviously was not the guy. A lot like Jared Goff, we know, probably won't be the guy going forward in Detroit. Obviously, he can be. I mean, Drew Brees was a, made his Hall of Fame career on his second team. So there's no reason why Jared Goff can't be a phenomenal quarterback. But obviously, he's not Drew Brees. There, there's no reason to hold on to Jared Goff if you plan on drafting a quarterback in two to three years at, at that point. I mean, I would say you build around Jared Goff, but you're not building around Jared Goff. You're building around that next quarterback you bring in. You trade, release, whatever you want to do with Jared Goff after two to three years when you have your roster that you think you can make a run with. You draft your quarterback, and within two to three years, you're a competitive team. I know that's a long rebuild. That's like a four- to six-year rebuild, but we know this is going to take a while. I mean, we just made a move that in the purpose of Jared Goff, makes little to no sense except for the fact that we had to take Jared Goff to make the trade work. So the Lions are in an interesting spot here. If they think they can win with Jared Goff, go right ahead. I, I have no problems with that. If they want to go out and win with Jared Goff, go win a Super Bowl, go win a playoff game, go win more than five games. I'd be happy with that, to be honest with you. Do I think Jared Goff's the quarterback of the future? No. I think this, the smart thing will to do will be build around the next quarterback, so so draft receivers, offensive line, defense, especially defense, mostly and most importantly, not even close to as important as offense, defense. You need to draft defense. This defense is horrible. 
Um, and then two to three years, you see the guy, whoever that quarterback is, who knows, Bryce Young, BJ Ugalele. I don't even know. Next year, you draft Sam Howell or Spencer Rattler if you think they're that close to competing. Caleb Williams in three years. I, there's plenty of guys that you could talk about. I mean, Brock Vandergriff from Georgia, CJ Stroud. I mean, there's a plenty of quarterbacks that you'll see in the coming years that could be the future of the Lions. But I don't think Jared Goff's the answer. I think you build around the next quarterback that comes and then you eventually trade, release, do whatever the hell you want with Jared Goff. Because obviously we know in this day and age, you just don't win with a quarterback who's making that much money. Yeah, but I, I have a question for you. If you truly don't believe Jared Goff is the franchise quarterback that he he was supposed to be, he was destined to be, then why why don't you say the Lions just draft a quarterback this year? Why do you say two to three years? Why would the Lions hold on to a guy with such a bad contract with very little productiveness? I mean, he he his play isn't great. I mean, you're just paying him money to not make the playoffs, basically. Basically what you're doing to Matthew Stafford, and that's not dissing Matthew Stafford. I mean, Matthew Stafford is the better quarterback than Jared Goff, and Matthew Stafford is very talented. But he was not winning games, and you were paying him a lot of money. What's the difference than what you were doing with Matthew Stafford than to Jared Goff, if you truly don't believe that he is the franchise quarterback or the quarterback going forward, why wouldn't you just draft the quarterback this year and then dump Jared Goff? Well, obviously we know, I mean, we can all agree on this. Everyone who's a Lions fan, this this, this roster is not built to compete at a high level and make a playoff run right now, obviously, right? So drafting a quarterback, by the time you're ready to compete, you're going to have to pay him. So if you have a quarterback who's on a rookie contract and you're competing, the, the talent around him is going to be significantly better than when you actually have to pay him, which is why Jared Goff is more of a bridge quarterback. This team can't, can't win unless Jared Goff is playing like a top 10, top five quarterback. If he is, that changes the story. You start building around Jared Goff. If he's playing at a super high level. Then in that case, the whole situation flips. You don't need to worry about drafting a quarterback because Jared Goff becomes the future and the present. But I don't think he's the future. I think you just wait until you have the roster around Jared Goff to draft the quarterback when he's on his rookie contract, not making a lot of money. So then you can go compete for a Super Bowl or whatever you're trying to compete for. So so you're saying you give Jared Goff a chance to prove himself. And if he doesn't, then you go to and resort to drafting a quarterback. And, and finding a rookie, a young guy who can hopefully change the, the narrative of this franchise. Of course, then that narrative is just not making the playoffs. And hopefully Jared Goff is the one to turn that around. I really hope he does well in Detroit, but I just don't think he will do well. I mean, he hasn't proven much in Los Angeles besides the fact that he's not awful, but he's not great. I mean, that's basically all he's proven in Los Angeles with the Rams. I mean, he's, he's proven that he's sufficient enough to not lose games for them, but he definitely doesn't win games for them. Jared Goff is a confusing quarterback. He has the potential to be great, but he just hasn't been great, but he's still been winning games, but losing games at the same time when you think about it. And it's, I hope you, that makes sense to the, all the listeners, but it probably won't. And what I mean by that is 
does he doesn't win games for them because it's not like when it comes down to the final possession, Jared Goff is the one to lead them to victory. I mean, how many times have you seen that in Los Angeles with Jared Goff? Not many times. But he also doesn't lose games for them because he's never the one to turn the ball over in crucial times or to just make god-awful throws when it really matters. Also, Jared Goff, the, the, the thing is with him is he's, I just can't figure him out because he's not a great quarterback. I mean, by any means. I mean, this this year he threw for 20 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. I mean, that's not a great quarterback stat. But it, but he wins games. So it's really tough to figure out Jared Goff. So all I have to say about this is Jared Goff can win you games, but I think he has to have the right roster around him. A team with a good offensive line, a good defense. I mean, he needs a good supporting cast because he is no Patrick Mahomes. He is no... Aaron Rodgers, he's no Deshaun Watson, et cetera. He is not an elite quarterback. So he's not going to win you games with not that great of a roster around him. You need a good supporting cast for Jared Goff to be good. The Detroit Lions do not have a great supporting cast. Therefore, I don't think Jared Goff will succeed in Detroit. I sure hope he does since I am a Detroit Lions fan. And I really hope we don't have to resort to making another trade or possibly cutting him. But I just don't think Jared Goff will work out in Detroit. Andrew, I mean, this is this is not like a huge point that I'm going to make here, but Jared Goff got absolutely screwed over in L.A. I mean, from the midway season, I mean, it was essentially that Sean McVay just gave up on him. Like Sean McVay is known as this nice, cheerful guy, but there, there's got to be something just behind the scenes that we're completely missing here that, that just shows that Sean McVay is not this all smiles, happy guy that he that he's shown out to be. And I feel bad for Jared Goff because Jared Goff hasn't really never came out to the public and said anything. He's never been a guy to go brag and boast even when he plays well. He's never been a guy that makes any comments to social media. He's always that kind of quiet, chill guy, which is just fine with me. I, I think that's a great thing for Detroit. We don't need we don't need a guy who's going to come in and just try and take over everything because that's not the guy Jared Goff is. We need him to just be who he is, play to his potential, and – things will go just fine. I think Jared Goff has a lot of potential. Everyone knows that Jared Goff has a lot of potential. There was a reason why he was drafted number one overall. Do I think he'll be the future? Probably not, but I absolutely hope damn well that he is because the way that guy was so screwed over in LA, I mean, there was definitely a hidden agenda against him. And that that's pretty clear and obvious at this point. And the fact that they didn't discuss it with him, I guess, about any possibility of him being traded in the offseason. I mean, I think that's just plain disrespectful to him. So I I hope he comes out with some fire lit lit under him next year and plays extremely well. I honestly think he does. I think he'll have a pretty good season. I think he'll probably have one of his better seasons. But I I, I just I, – I don't know. I don't know why that the Rams would do this to Jared Goff without even letting him know. I mean, this just happens. I guess it's business, but at least let the guy know that you're planning on possibly trading him. And you gave up two first round picks and a third round pick for a guy that he's better. He's, he's, he's a solid amount better, but I don't know if he's a difference between a first round, a second round exit and a Super Bowl win. Yeah. And 
I just want to say you have actually been someone who's been standing up for Jared Goff for a while now. I mean, you believe that his play isn't as bad as people kind of give him credit for and that he is not that bad of a player. So I do have to say, it's not like you're coming out of nowhere and all of a sudden defending Jared Goff. You actually have been defending Jared Goff for a while. But I, I can't agree with you saying that the Los Angeles Rams somewhat screwed over Jared Goff and did not treat him well. And I mean, it's a player's league and they totally disrespected him. So if, if I'm Jared Goff, I wouldn't feel too happy right now and I wouldn't feel too great. I'd feel somewhat betrayed because, I mean, this was a team that basically paid you a ton of money just to ship you off. I mean, that's typically not something you would do but they did it to him. And also I wouldn't be too happy as you're going from living a nice life in Los Angeles to living a life in uh, cold uh, Detroit. So that's, that's not something ideal. That's not ideal for Jared Goff. So yeah, I wouldn't be happy, but the best thing for him to do right now is to put his head down, work harder than ever and start playing as good as he was the year they were uh made it to the Super Bowl in Los Angeles, possibly better. Who knows? What Jared Goff needs to do is to prove himself again, because right now he's being heavily disrespected around the league, especially by the Los Angeles Rams and the Detroit and Andrew Rams. And, and, and me, but the Los Angeles Rams are, give, or excuse me, the Detroit Lions are giving him a great opportunity to prove himself again. And if he can't, then obviously it's not deserved, but he, he has a chance to prove himself to prove that he's a solid quarterback in the NFL. Again, Detroit Lions are giving him a great opportunity. Los Angeles Rams disrespected him. So he has to prove himself again. The whole NFL is disrespecting him and everyone's fan bases. I mean, all NFL fans, Everyone at this point is disrespecting Jared Goff aside from the Detroit Lions organization, I think at this point. So it's time for him to prove himself. So if he can put his head down, work harder than ever, win games for this organization, I think the narrative about Jared Goff and hopefully this Detroit Lions organization will change. Man, I'm excited. I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, Jared Goff, he's just there just just, just to be a bridge quarterback. And I've mentioned that earlier. I think he probably could be that, but... I'm excited. I think Jared Goff has a lot of potential. I'm excited to see someone else playing for Detroit, except this instead of the same old Stafford. Nothing against Stafford, but he never won games. And why not change? Get a little change of scenery in here and see if Jared Goff can do the same thing and really see how good, how much we miss Stafford. So it's cool. Different quarterback. Got a lot of picks. Not mad about the trade. I actually I like the trade a lot. Jared Goff, uh, as I mentioned, has an opt-out of two years. There's no reason why, if he plays horrible, why we don't just opt out of his contract and let him walk. So it's not as big of a contract and as big of an investment as people are making it out to be. And I'm truly excited to see Jared Goff as the Detroit Lions quarterback. Yeah, and overall thoughts on the trade. I think both teams won. Both teams got what they wanted. Uh, Detroit Lions got a nice head start to rebuild with the additions to the picks and a younger quarterback who has potential in Jared Goff. And Los Angeles Rams instantly became, I think, Super Bowl contenders with Matthew, with the addition of Matthew Stafford. Both teams won. So that's my overall thoughts on the trade. I mean, neither team 
loss this trade i think i mean i think the lions maybe got more for what they were looking for i mean i think they benefited more because i think the lions got more value out of it i would say because the rams i don't think are going to improve that much more than what they did with jared goff than what they would have done with jared goff is what i'm saying i don't think matthew stafford is going to make this team a 16 and 0 team. I mean, the Los Angeles Rams were they 10 and 6, I believe. They were 10 and 16 this year. I don't think Stafford's going to make them more than a 12 win team, 13 win team. So overall both teams won, but I think the Lions got more value out of it. Yeah, Andrew, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, there's a lot of big moves to come in the NFL and this one may not even happen. So we'll have to see what happens in the next coming like six weeks before the new league year starts and this trade can be processed. But with that, I think this would be a great time to wrap up today's podcast. As always, I want to thank everyone for listening. I hope you did enjoy. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and download this podcast. And we'll see you guys next time on the Last Take Sports Podcast.